This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And the same to you. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm still here in France, and it's uh, still technically virtually impossible to make a podcast, I'm discovering. Uh, quite quite to the last... Anyway, go oh, hey, the football. The football. <laughs> um, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm recording this on Sunday. And the same to you. Uh, it's Sunday evening, and I kind of felt like, you know what? I want to record it now. I don't want to, you know, if you don't want to know the score, look away now. I think I'm just going to look away uh, for all time. Um, and forgive the sound. I am in the throes of, uh, and the same to you, the throes of quite the most aggressive attack of hay fever I've had in a very long time. Um, the outdoors is definitely trying to claim me right now, and as, as well as the house. Um, I, I've spent two days mowing, uh, just to a degree of success. Um, when I got here, um, I don't know, it's only like eight weeks or something since I was last here, when I spent two days mowing. And here I am, I spent two days mowing, um... Because it, it it was just grew back. It was four feet high. The grass, five feet high in some places. Um, uh, and I know you're going. Yeah, that's what happens with grass, Jake. But I didn't know that because where I grew up was like on top of a, it was a hill made of clay that they used to hollow out to make bricks. I didn't know grass grew that fast. Okay. Um, and and I rented. Uh, the uh, lawnmower from the same guy I rented it from last time, who's a bit of a bit of a tool, but I, I know I know what he wants now. Uh, another way in which nature is is trying to claim me is I, th- I think I've now uprooted the last of the celandine. You ever heard of celandine? Uh, I pulled up a bit and I was like, wow, that's weird. I wonder what that is. Uh, so I used my little app that identified. Celandine. Basically, you know, in nature, if something's got 80s colours, like an 80s vibe, just don't go anywhere near it, kids. This stuff, I don't know, it's like a sort of, it's got pale green leaves, sort of a bit like parsley or coriander, little yellow flowers, this is pretty enough. 
when you pull it up, when you break the stalk, it bleeds like fluorescent orange, like neon orange blood. And I've discovered it's quite the skin irritant, uh, as well as being capable of poisoning animals. Uh, it hasn't claimed me so far. So far, I think I've won. Uh, and it's all rotting away on the compost heap now. But uh, there, was, there was a lot of it. Was it here last time? I don't know. I mean, I didn't notice it. How fast will it grow? I don't know. The mint is six feet tall. Uh, anyway, I've got Mick right for you. Uh, only just trying to record. This is another reason why I'm not streaming this live this morning. Um, uh, and why I'm pre-recording it. Because I, I can't. I just can't leave it to chance. It's so precarious. Um, I pre-recorded him and I ended up having to use a backup recording because the recordings didn't work. Which is what I had to do with Davey as well. Uh, I need to find some new means of recording and i don't know what they are but i'll figure it out anyway here he is i've just discovered that um that uh, nigella lawson has a crisp cauldron that she fills up a cauldron of crisps look at that i i re- you have to respect that you have you to respect, respect that crisp cauldron i loved uh, yeah. i i i loved it when she said um she said yeah i've got a spiralizer uh i use it to make curly fries i was like that's what they're for. It's not for Corgiatini. I quite like Corgiatini, to be honest, but there you go. I've been, I've yeah, been but, um, you know. infiltrated by the middle classes. Well, haven't we all? Uh, so, I mean, that's effectively what happened to my mum. So, uh, <laughs> 48 years ago. I, um, I've done your jingle, all right? Yes. All of this might be a mess, but I have done your jingle. Let's see if it works okay. when I press this button. Every day the papers pump out endless streams of hate. The fifth column's propaganda, they will propagate. But who can penetrate the ramparts of the fourth estate? Mick Wright, a.k.a. Broken Bottle Boy. Mick Wright, a.k.a. Broken Bottle Boy. Okay, that's... You want to Kletzmer? That is good. That is good. I cannot deny that is good. I'm so glad you didn't pick Nirvana. That would have taken hours of research and crying. Why didn't I do, do you, Have you seen this thing on TikTok now, which is basically, like, there's tons of people who do it, where they have, um, like, such and such a song by one band done in the style of another band. Um, okay. So, like, uh, I don't know, Unbop by Hanson in the style of Nirvana. It's a big thing. It's quite good. Lots of people do it, but I think, God, they must spend ages on it. And also, they must all be rich because they all have a guitar, a bass, a drum machine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, you've all of the things. Like, I have all a bass, the things. but not all of them. Do you? I'm going to remember that. Um, you should check out a friend of the, friend of the pause, uh, Harry the Piano, who does that, but instantly on the piano. So cool. he, he'll do the Wombles and the Stella Rachmaninoff, and it will be epically good. Um, I, do you have you ever seen the um the Elton John audience with Elton John? Like, I remember it from when I was a kid, where it, people just shout out lyrics and he started like he just starts playing songs to them. It was very good. It's very good. No, I didn't see that. I'm sure it's on the YouTube's. I'm sure. It, do you know there's everything on there? Yes, got everything. It's brilliant. Um, now there are two things that we were going to talk about. One is the football, obviously. Yes. Which we don't know the result of because we're pre-recording this. 
I know, but oh, what a night, eh? <laughs> it was. It was amazing. Dreadful. <laughs> All at once. Yeah, I, I, I kind of. <sighs> I like that bit when the man did the thing. Oh no, I didn't like, like that. that no, I didn't. No, I didn't like that. I don't. I don't like that. Um, I've had very mixed feelings about it. While it's been sort of nice to watch a team who seem to be, you know, quite uh, thoughtful and uh, respectful and uh, you know, principled and stuff, and that's that's jolly exciting. Um, in terms of the team, I want them to do well. In terms of us as a nation, I feel like, boy, if ever we were seeking to cement our reputation as buckets of excrement within our European community uh, post Brexit, if we if we now win the football, that like that is going to cement us as absolute dastards, particularly in the light of attempting to blind the Norwegian goalkeeper. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. And the, oh, sorry, the, Den- the Denmark goalkeeper wasn't. Yeah, sorry, no, no, Denmark goalkeeper. But uh, th- that's the thing. This afternoon, as we record this before the match, um, I have just seen a, a picture of an England fan outside Leicester Square Station with a lit uh, flare spew. See, I don't need a flare for that. Video footage of a man outside. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a, it's a skill. Um, uh, I've seen another man outside the Wembley branch of PC World windmilling his genitals while waving an England flag fully nude. And you think these metaphors for <laughs> are really too heavy handed. And at this point, satire yeah. is, is completely lost. Yeah, it's far too on the nose. I, I agree. And I, I think that, you know, all those people who sort of objected to taking a knee saying, oh, football shouldn't be political. What could be more jingoistically political than than these acts and you know booing other people's national anthems i mean it's interesting someone someone put up um footage from the 1966 uh final uh on on twitter the the other day and 21 years after the end of the second world war the german national anthem was was obviously not booed you know it was was sort of that would have not been done uh, as so a much we're a much more jingoistic racist country back in the in the 60s no question but but we still could prevent ourselves and the fans of england <laughs> you know in the stadium could prevent themselves from booing the national anthem i mean it's always worth saying though that the fans who are being caught in this footage i've just talked about this afternoon or the fans who boo the anthem they aren't it isn't the majority of people it's not no. the majority it's just an unpleasant minority um, which which draw, you know draws the most attention. And talking about yes. unpleasant minorities, let's talk about Daily Telegraph columnists. Well, quite because um, it's been sort of. I that's fun. what they call a segue in radio. It is exquisitely done. No one no one saw the joint. No one noticed. Uh, it. I just it was so it was just not papered over the over the cracks. It's been fun watching watching those columnists themselves trying to pick their own route through to the final. Uh, in terms of what line to take as a the England team. A, a particularly good one, um, uh, well, yesterday as we record, but over the weekend, uh, by the time people hear this, was um, in, uh, Cam- Camilla Tomini in the, in the Telegraph talking about, basically writing a whole column about how the England team's success 
that the left's hatred of Britain is wrong. And this is the Telegraph that, when you go through their recent archives, has, you know, 15, 16, 17 articles about how taking the knee is very bad and how the England team have been infiltrated by, you know, Marxist propaganda and all this kind of stuff. But now, handbrake turns so severe that the lever has come, out, come off in a hand. <laughs> this simply proves that we're a post-racial... And, you know... Um, uh, surely yes. uh, it's the left that are wrong, you know. It's Sorry, fantastic. It's hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, and you've got, and the other thing, I think we talked about this before, but you've got The Sun who, who published a string of explicitly racist Sterling call you know calling him shameful and 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 think he's ever done to to imply that he was a a wrong and now going oh Raheem the great our, top our, lads our great hero top mm. and the thing is if if it if it, if it is the case that, uh, tomorrow uh, you know whatever day you are listening to this England haven't won the European Championships these papers will quickly turn around and find reasons to attack these players again so quickly yeah. without without yeah. a, a moment's um, thought yes and it's it's a it's a fun thing I've sort of seen this happen um, sometimes with with veganism you know people are like they have a huge antipathy towards veganism and stuff and then suddenly they sort of have to find their way to come on side um, with that and it, it's sort of just it's all about fundamentally it's about the human ego and and you have to give them a sort of path to as you say perform a complete u-turn but make it look at least to them if to no one else like they they got there themselves they they you know i've always said we should take the knee i think it's very good i think it's very good actually can never just be a football match. It must always be a metaphor for something else. So it, whether it is um, the the kind of to centre left people at the Guardian talking about, well, maybe this is a new uh, a sense of a new Britain or whatever. It's mad optimism that goes 
it's the, the run of what the government is doing or the tell hmm. still in, in, you know implementing a massively hot policy or yeah well this proves that um the left saying that we are a racist country is completely wrong but these these um many many players here with immigrant backgrounds doesn't that prove yeah. we're not racist and it can it, 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 it particularly is after the last england game a danish family was attacked and there are already <sighs> people worried that there are going to be attacks on italian businesses after this game whether we win or lose so this notion of like turning there's two things i think it's terrible to do our attitude of saying football shouldn't be political as if it's possible to remove politics from anything you know of course sport is political yeah. but also on the other side sort of to push everything through and says well if we win then it's great and the um, brexit's full and and let's you know 20 point bump in the polls for boris johnson it's like kind of ludicrous it's a foot all it represents is ultimately a football in time oh. them winning or losing doesn't fundamentally change where we are but to a columnist this overarching narrative and narrative has to be there regardless of whether it exists but actually i feel like for a lot of people watching that, that you know has a football match taken on more importance and significance when when everything else in the lives of so many people has been so eroded you know where do you well, get I think, your I, I self-esteem from? It's a thing of joy. It is a thing of, it's a thing to be enjoyed, and it is a. It would be a joyful moment if they do win. But then, you know, immediately it gets harnessed in these ways. Like I, mm. I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm, I, I will. I will watch the game. We'll have watched the game, uh, and will uh, enjoy. Have enjoyed uh, the game. <laughs> amazing pre. I think you mean have um, of. Yeah. Go on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah terrible on Doctor Who. I'd be an awful companion. You'd just be there. <laughs> uh, anyway, but the point, the, the, the point is, yeah, I, I'd I'm love not... to see you as a companion on Doctor Who. Yeah. Do, do you not think I'd be <laughs> I think you'd be fantastic de deconstructing the press of the planet Thargo, you know, just looking at the Daleks and their rhetoric versus their policy. I, I, I will enjoy it, but, I, I, but it, it comes back to what you said at the start of this conversation, which is I will both be happy about a win, but also feel quite uh, ambivalent about the way that win may be used by certain people, and the and the way that it, it um, mm. is used as an excuse for a lot of other things. Yeah, that's a great summary. Speaking of just one or two bad apples, as we yes. were. That's my attempt at a segue. It wasn't as good as yours. And that's terrible because I've been working in this industry for 28 years. But speaking of the news of the world thing, the 10 years, mate, till it, since it folded up, doesn't time yes, fly in that? It's been 10 years, it's been 10 years since, the daily, until, since the, I nearly said the Daily Mail, that's just wishful thinking. Um, it's been 10 Give years since the news of the world uh, was uh, with unseemly haste by Rupert Murdoch in an attempt to... Um, contain the toxicity in a, sh in a Chernobyl style concreting over of the melting down tabloid. Um, what astonished me about reading your uh, newsletter about it was um, to, to actually just, you know, remembering just how many rotten apples there were 
and actually seeing how many of them are still doing quite well and many of them still under the employ of uh, News UK. You know, including the fact that, um, you know, former News of the World editor Rebecca Brooks, who led the naming and then went on to edit The Sun, is now um, having having uh, found her way through legal travails. Executive of News UK, as I've said many times in the newsletter, uh, the tabloid press remains a protection racket. And all that happened with the closure of the News of the World is that one outlet of that pr protection racket was gone, but many of the people worked within it are still in the industry and the the there was a very there was a pretty good documentary on yesterday on radio four uh, yesterday uh, on saturday night on radio four presented by um jim waterson the editor uh, media editor of the guardian to go looking back through um what what the closure meant and what happened and stuff but then it came to the end with the credits of that documentary and one of the associate producers was tom latcham who's a former news of the world guy who, who i know and like and only worked on the tv desk there but the point was having someone news of the world was necessary clearly for them to get access to all these former news of the world people but it ended right. up being a doc i felt was very sort of gentle and raw about the news of the world rather than going yeah. this was a separating wound in the very heart of british public discourse it was a little bit like oh well they were naughty boys and it was quite bad wasn't it but hey um online news was going to come and destroy this tabloid eventually anyway and isn't it a bit better now and you know it, it didn't feel mm. for me it, what it should have been is a, is a long loud and sustained howl of horror you even had nick davies who who was the reporter who who broke a lot of the phone hacking thing saying well i didn't really want the news of the world to close you know and, and i just thought it's considered acceptable and morally acceptable in journalism even amongst the so-called good guys is pretty terrifying yeah yeah but you know uh, it was a bit of a laugh at the end of the day mate you, do you know what you need to do you need to lighten up mate you it need the, to. <laughs> it was the moment in it, though. There was there had to be in a line in there where he said, um, "But you know, it, it, they just cut. For, they just moved from a section where they were talking about a woman whose life had been ruined by a, a sting orchestrate, a fake sting orchestrated by the fake shake." Then it went. But they also use these techniques to um, to get criminals. And thought, yeah, but I will find them. But they acted as a tabloid as if they were the police. And actually, they got to decide. Given, well, yeah, and the judicial system as well. Given their very corrupt relationship to the police, uh, yeah. it, it was it was like a privatised outcrop of the police. Yeah, yeah, they got to decide who went down. And for I, what. Is, I've made this a very chucklesome segment, haven't I? That's good, mate. It's, it's honestly all the time. Gag, gag, gag. It's, yeah, we might have a quick look at the at the the gags per minute on this one, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good and it's important to be angry. Like just just because ten years has elapsed, it doesn't mean that it wasn't an outrage and doesn't kind of continue to be so. So I, why, I admire and I thank you for your anger. One of the big reasons it remains an outrage really is Leveson two didn't happen and Leveson two was meant to look into the the relationship between um between public officials particularly the police and the media and that was just that was that just didn't happen it was shut down matt hancock who was the culture secretary at the time uh just yeah. went oh we're not gonna, not gonna do that now uh that's not happening and mm. as the daniel morgan independent panel report showed 
there were very clear connections between tabloid press, particularly the news of the world, done, and corrupt police officers. But that report, that panel didn't have the power to compel evidence, didn't have the power to compel witnesses. So their conclusions could only be limited. And they sort of said, yeah. this was bad, but we can't because we're not actually able to dig as deep as we'd like. And given that they're reliant on, on News UK and, and, and Rupert Murdoch to hand over evidence, yeah. I'm not convinced that all the evidence that was there has made its way out of News International. Very you know, cynical. Very cynical, mate. That News International deleted thousands of emails you know, just just in the natural run of business. And See, people are nice. Mick, people are nice. They're all right. You, you just you always think the worst of everybody. Um, incidentally, did you know that I believe it's it's still available and I, I haven't yet checked, but my my God, I'm about to. Did you know that Matt Hancock has his own app? It is it's still available. Matt Hancock app. The Matt Hancock app. Yes. Have, well, have you social network? Have you? <laughs> Have you checked it out? Is it is it good? I have there not checked out of, recently. I checked it out when I, it, I bet there's loads of content out. just lately. Yeah, it's 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 replete with content. The Matt Hancock app. Um, ah. I, I must say that this is not this is not sponsored content. We are not sponsored by the Matt no. Hancock app. Available no. on all good apps and some bad. But if but if people want to follow you on the Matt Hancock app, where should <laughs> where should they go <laughs> on the Matt Hancock app? Twitter at Broken Bottle Boy. Uh, and where there you will go. also find a link to my newsletter, which you can sign up to for free or for paid if you want to keep me in um, in the in this am amazing manner I've become accustomed to. Yeah, God, it looks pretty glamorous. Mick, thank you so much. We would love to talk to you next week if you're up for it. If only yes. just to get more mileage out of that jingle, which you know, I, took mean, a while. I love the jingle. I do love the jingle. I may give it a bit of a remix when I get back. Anyway, thank you. In a in a nineties grunge style. No, in Klezmer. That's all you get. No, absolutely all not. The way down. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and the same to you. Uh, well, I hope uh, you enjoyed Mick. Uh, he was great, wasn't he? Um, and that's it for the podcast for today. Uh, I'm going to figure out what the hell we're going to do on Wednesday, whether we can do Britain Awake. Will you... Listen, let's just sort this out once and for all. Um, take care of yourself. Uh, I hope uh, I hope all is well with you. And, you know, I really hope that England absolutely steamrolled everyone and that uh, my house by now has already been firebombed. Right. Uh, take care of yourself. And uh, I'll see you on Wednesday and we'll, we'll figure all of this out. It'll be fine. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.